0: Hello and welcome to The Thread, a nonprofit ministry, television show, and now podcast that shines a light on community and those that thread us all together. Each episode, you'll hear from co hosts Rick Hensel of Spot Content Studio and The Thread's very own Timmy Zell. Here they are. All right. Uh, welcome to the first ever podcast for The Thread. Yeah. yeah, how about that? How about that? I'm uh, I'm Rick Hensel. I'm president of Spot Content Studios. Here, we're a proud partner of the Thread, and you are. I'm Timmy Zell.
1: I uh, host the Thread, and uh, have been just overwhelmed by the generosity here at Spot and the way they've come along and really helped us.
0: I called up Tim the other day and I thought, well, I think it'd be a good time to maybe just sit down and talk about what's going on with, with being the COVID and being locked down at home or. That kind of stuff. So we thought we're doing a podcast, but this would maybe just a little something extra at the beginning before we kick off our podcast season.
1: It's my first ever podcast. How's it feel? <laughs> Feels good. Feels good. I'm ready to do this.
0: All right, let's do it. Anyway, we're here to talk today just a little bit about COVID and how this is hitting us all.
1: Crazy times, right?
0: I know. Um seems seems like a year ago, but then it seems like a day ago. It's just it's up and down, it's back and forth and I think back on uh, March 13th, um, the president declared national emergency. And I remember, wow, this is, might be a big deal, but it, maybe it's because the old Midwest, it hasn't hit St. Louis yet, but it, St. Patrick's, you know, St. Louis celebrates St. Patrick's Day that weekend of March, I think it was 14th, 15th, but that March 16th, we came in the door and in our business under Spot Content Studio, I, I think we lost every bit of business. Um, at that time. And we're like, oh, this is a real thing. And it's, I think it kind of hit us all in, in a different way. And I just remember you calling me that week and just checking in on me. And then I checked in on you and your family and you, you even had your own personal issues going on.
1: Yeah. You know, and I think, I think it was real in St. Louis when you saw St. Patrick's festivities canceling parades and stuff around here, you knew, whoa, 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 this is something big, but yeah, in our family, uh, my wife and, and, daughter, Hallie, our senior, were in Mexico on the senior trip. And it was like, this is this is not, this is not good. I got to get them home. And that was my focus is like, I just got to get them home.
0: And tell that process of what you went through at that time.
1: Well, you know, I'm on the phone with Kim and I'm, they're out of the loop in Mexico on what's going on here. So I'm trying to say, hey, this is what's happening. And then I, I got the report that said, if any, anyone's not back in the States by such and such date, be prepared to stay there for months on end. And I said, you know what, I got to get them home. And so I called and got plane reservations to get them home as quick as possible. And all I could think about was getting them home. I'm like, I just want them back in the fold, you know?
0: And did they have to cut their trip short?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they did. They cut the trip short, but um, they understood why why I had to be so. And Kim was on board and uh, I know I was disappointed for Hallie because, especially now, seeing all the other things that for, from her senior year that she's lost uh, in this. But, uh, but handled it really well, understood. And, um, boy, I can't tell you how good it felt to get them home.
0: So you called me on that Monday. I think you got Hallie back on—Hallie and Kim back Friday. on Friday. And then uh, Channel 2, What they kind of hit you, uh, Fox 2— your... Yeah.
1: So because Kim and Hallie had been out of the country, they said, you need to self-quarantine. Uh, so I, that was on the weekend before that next Monday. I was planning on going to work as usual. And they were like, mm, you stay at home. And so I was uh, I was staying in the basement. That's right. <laughs> I was doing. All, all, everything I was doing for Fox 2, I was doing for my basement just on Skype and kind of talking about stories of people – uh, moving to the needs, uh, bringing joy and light in the midst of it—that was kind of my my focus. And but it was strange, you know, for the first time and on you know, working but not going to work.
0: Well, you're obviously a people person. What was that like though to realize you're hands-on, shaking hands, look at people in the face? I'm look, a hugger, listen. Rick. I
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hugger, man. I you know I like personal contact. I like to you know. I'm a hugger. I shake hands. I, uh, you know, I I get up all the people's space, um, but yeah, it's it's weird, and you know, that's one of the things when all this happened when it, when we, the social distancing uh, went in place, and I I can't imagine the handshake going away. It's just such you know, and because I've heard people say, I wonder if it'll ever come back. I'm like, hmm.
0: 2 weeks ago they said handshakes will not be back and I'm like no nah, they'll be back now I'm looking at it I'm like mm, I don't think it's going to come out.
1: oh man I you know and I just hope I hope that's not the case I hope I hope social distancing for this doesn't lead to so relational distancing like we distance from each other like right. we I feel like we're one of the greatest resources God has given us is each other and if we are so afraid of each other that just you were right. down.
0: You were down in your basement. I mean, is there something that really kind of came across? Like that was like early on, probably the first week out.
1: Yeah, you know, and I was mainly I was kind of social distancing from my own family, you know, from ha- Kim and Hallie uh, at the time, just to make sure I could continue to do what I needed to do. And um, even though I was at home, but you know, when you're in the house, you're in the house. Right. But um, you know, it was difficult maintaining this is my work time. This is my, you know, family time drawing that line. Cause I still had things I had to get done. Uh, and we were still producing the thread at the time. All right. So there were things to get done for that uh, at a distance as well, which was another challenge, but yeah, it was just a different dynamic. You know, one of the biggest blessings in my job at Fox two is that I'm with people for me and I get to enter into their world for a couple hours each morning. I mean you you see us every half hour for a couple minutes or so, but I'm with them all morning and I get to hear about their families and about their dreams and about their joys and about their hurts and I loved being invited into people's lives in that way and I think it's a true a real honor. So not being able to do that was a big loss for me.
0: But you were separated from people at work, but what was it like being separated? I mean, I know it wasn't completely but separated from your family. I mean, a little bit you could hang out with Andrew
1: Andrew and Lexi, Lexi, and and you know, and I stood from still from a distance from hallie and 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 Kim for a little bit, but that yeah, that was difficult. Um I was I was basically staying in the basement, spending most of the time that I mean, that's where I was doing work from, so I just stayed down there and slept down there, so I didn't have to disturb anybody right. else. I, I'm getting up in the middle of the well, not even the middle of the night, early morning or whatever to go do the show. but um, so I, I just kind of hunkered down in there, and but that that was that was strange for a while
0: did you kind of think that this was something odd at the time i mean it just or a way of what was coming
1: yeah i don't think and i still don't think i i don't think anybody saw what was coming and i don't think anybody knew what was it's it's kind of been a day-by-day thing still kind of is i mean new information every day and new uh new guidelines every day and how long will it last i don't think we we know Uh, so that's that, that one of the biggest, I think one of the biggest things to come out of it is it teaches us that we're not in control, <laughs> you know, just because it's in our day planner doesn't make it so, Right. you know, and God is in control and, you know, the old saying, man plans and God laughs, you know, cause he may have other things going on and it teaches us, which I think is good. It teaches us to live in the moment and live in the day. And. All we have is today. I don't know what's, what's promised tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I think at first, I remember back to 9-11 and just people, kids, our kids, or even my parents would even look at me like, what's, yeah. what's going on? What's this all about? And you just have no answers. And this one was a lot the same. It was different, but a lot the same where you didn't have an answer. Nobody's been down this road and you couldn't answer yeah. questions coming from your loved ones.
1: Absolutely. And we still do. You know, our kids are like, when is this going to be done? I, I don't know. Yeah. How long do we have to do this? I don't know.
0: And are you close to your dad? Did you check in with your dad?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And you know he's in Louisiana, and you know in the midst of all this, we got to worship with him over the internet because the pastor of his church, my dad's the associate pastor, the pastor got the got coronavirus, so my dad was filling in for Palm Sunday, Easter Sunday, so we oh, celebrated wow. that with my dad. They were doing they were doing services from his house, you know, on Facebook Live, and so that was. Uh, that was a blessing in the midst too of us being able to gather and worship with him and experience that with him again, even though we weren't with him because we used to get together for Easter every year.
0: But you watched it online.
1: Yeah. Watched it online. And, uh, he's actually calling me for technical support.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not good. (laughs) Yeah. You know how that
1: goes. Not the best source, but I, I got through what I could to help him. And, uh, but he and uh, his wife, Patty, they did a fabulous job with the services, and that was just neat for our family to be able to gather in St. Louis and still be a part of it with you?
0: Was your dad able to give you any guidance on, on any of this?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just stayed the course, really. I mean, you know, you mentioned nine eleven. 11 Hallie was born in November, and we were pregnant with Hallie, of course, when nine eleven happened. And after that struck. And I called my father and I'm like, what do we do? I'm like, how do we bring a child into this climate? And my dad just said, Tim, we're supposed to do what we've always been told to do. Rejoice always, you know, be thankful in all things, you know, walk humbly with your God and love the next person who crosses your path. And he's right. You know, I mean, that's, that's what we do. And and so those words resonated with me when this happened. It's like, you know, Rejoice always, be thankful in all things, walk humbly with your God, love the next person who crosses your path. Those type of things uh are we just we we're supposed to do those things regardless of our circumstances. And recognizing that God is God regardless of our circumstances. That that doesn't change. And so holding on to that steadfast rock in the midst of shifting sands, I think, was huge.
0: And not many people are crossing our path when we're stuck down in our basement, though.
1: No, but you still have opportunities to interact, you know. Uh, and, and that was the stories that I was able to tell from the basement were stories of people moving to the needs of others or showing, shining light in the midst of the darkness. And I was having people send, them, send me pictures or videos on my Facebook page at Fox 2 so that I could share those. And that, I thought that's what I had. I mean, look, that's one of the benefits of the work I do at Fox 2 is being the light spot on the news and being able to show some positivity and things that are going on great in the world, despite what may have happened overnight and being able to do that from the basement in the midst of all this saying, Hey, look at this. You know, uh, one story that struck me, uh, was a mom, Margot. her husband's a first responder and her husband's out on the front lines of this deal on a regular basis. And so when he comes home, it's just stress, right? He's just coming off of all, am I going to get this? Am I, you know, am I in the line of fire of this and they got home and they designed an obstacle course for their son <laughs> to go through just to keep him busy young young child young toddler and i just thought what a great what a great example of we're just going to we're going to rejoice in the midst of this we're going to have some fun in the midst of this and they know he's going out there and and putting his life on the line every day to 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 serve the community but we're going to celebrate this we're going to have some fun with our son and
0: you always have a way of circling it back to it doesn't we don't have to go out and you're not your job is not to go out and cure the virus to get a you know yeah a shot for everybody but do what you do for something yours wasn't to corral a thousand people and do something it was your you just did what you could do is bring in facebook stories and 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 repost them on yours so people could see it yeah you know and that i think that's what you always tell in the thread is just do do your part. Do it if there's something you can do, do it. And know
1: your source. I mean, the the other element of that that my dad said is rejoice always, be thankful in all things, pray without ceasing, you know, continually in prayer, being filled up so that you have something to to give to somebody else, uh, and and walking humbly.
0: But that's also walking with your eyes open. Absolutely. To see that because some people I, I'm convinced just don't see a lot of the opportunities. They're yeah. right there in front of them.
1: Yeah, and I think and I think. That close contact in prayer it improves your vision. You know, Johnny Cash has a song uh, called Unchained, and he says, It's so hard to see the rainbows through glasses as dark as these, but maybe I'll be able from now on on my knees. Being in, on our knees in prayer improves our vision because it's not just ours
0: that we're relying on. Had to bring it back to Johnny Cash.
1: I had to bring it back to JC. Like, <laughs> right? Johnny Cash.
0: So I guess you checked in with your, 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 your dad, checked in with your mom and your sister?
1: Yep. And they're, you know, they're both, they're both teachers in Texas. So they're navigating the waters of online schooling, which is a, is a challenge as well. Um, and, and yeah, and I think everybody's having to deal with it. You know, everybody's had to make adjustments. There's nobody that's not touched by this. Um, everybody is in some way, shape or form.
0: Yeah. Sometimes I think we just like, why is this happening to me? Well,
1: and and it's rattling our routine, you know, and that creatures of habit, baby, you know, we don't, right. and our freedoms, I think, especially in this country, I'm used to being able to go wherever I want, whenever I want. And uh, that's changed too. Um, so it's, it's almost as if, I think in some ways, we're so polarized as a community as it is, I almost feel like now we're getting shown what it's like if we're not even able to be with each other. Like, I think God's always encouraging us to reach out and link arms and thread up together. What if we're not able to? This is what that looks like if we're not even able to. Think of the loss of that. Let's see what the loss of that is. You don't know what you got till it's gone kind of thing. Right. And if we're not able to to come together, you know, I've been telling you all, come together, come together. And then here's what it looks like if you're not able to.
0: Well, I had to run down to Mississippi and back in the day to something for work felt eerie you know, in a way, but... Yeah. Sometimes I think we just, what's happening in our world around us within our, you know, 10 feet, our household, but to see the same exact empty streets and, you know, border, you know, lockdown businesses yeah. and stuff that it was in Mississippi that it's in St. Louis or it's in California. And you and you see this stuff on TV, but when you see it with your own eyes that this is happening to everybody, just not you, it's pretty humbling that everybody's going through this together.
1: Yeah yeah you see how not just nationwide globally everybody's having to deal with it in some way shape or form
0: yeah going back to our parents a little bit i was trying to get my tell my dad he can't go to the grocery store Mm -hmm. he's 84 years old and i think he's gonna do what he wants to do and don't make me take the keys away from you. (laughs) right and my mom just laughed at me about that but um it's weird how the older you get the more you just—they care about their younger, their children or whatever. My dad's like, hey, if it, if it comes and gets me, it comes and gets me. It was like, well, dad, you know, you wouldn't want that on me, right? So I'm wishing it on you. And he finally got the, the picture, but I caught him out driving the other day. <laughs>
1: dad, he's gonna get it on. Yep, you know, I'm gonna know. get out there some way, shape, or form, right? Yep. You
0: know, but it's just weird how men are, men, men and women just how they they view their loved ones. Like my dad's like, ah, oh, we will be okay. No, dad, you could catch it. You're right. at that age. Could probably not survive it. And then that you say, well, well, if it does it, that's then that's my time to go. But it's how they view their children. Like, yeah. you know, that's so why I had a hard time wrestling with that a little bit. But
1: one, well, how much the children, I'm not ready for you not to be around. That's what I was trying to tell them <laughs> right. is like, well, you might be. But right. The rest of us aren't, you
0: know, not, right. Not yet. So, um, and have you had any like one of those Timmy Zell thread moments yet during all this?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, several. I mean, I've been touched in so many ways by just the small movements that people are made that really aren't small. You know, little things become big things in times like this. Um, Even a smile to somebody who's passing you on the street can mean everything to somebody. And uh, there's a guy named Rick Lewis who does karaoke here in town. And I got a message from one of his people who's usually with him in, in that karaoke club and in that community. And he just started doing... Uh, karaoke online and Facebook lives where he DJ from every evening and they would join on. And this woman was saying, it was just so nice to connect with that community that I'm used to being able to be with. And I'm not able to be with anymore. And then right around Easter time, he said, Hey, why don't y'all join me on Sunday? We've all got something to be thankful for. We're going to have a gospel worship. And in her letter to me, she said, when I tell you we had church, we had church. (laughs) And so Just, you know, that opportunity, taking the opportunity to gather like that. There have been all kinds of moments through this where I've seen how people are moving to the needs of others and selflessly. Rick Lewis at Grace Meeting 3, another Rick Lewis, what he's done to protect his employees as well as uh, moving to the needs of the community. And and there's so many, so many out there that are doing so much to see this as an opportunity to serve others and not just self-preservation. But how can I pay it forward?
0: Well, I think it'd be fun if some, maybe some people, um, if they're listening right now, if they want to send in some of their stories about their COVID or anything like that, where where would they do that?
1: Yeah, just right here on our Facebook page. If you've got stories or if you've got questions for us, maybe you've got some, something uh, you've heard uh, on this podcast that prompted a question for you you wanted to know more about. and uh, Ask those questions. We'd love to be able to answer those and, uh, yeah, share your moments of how you're dealing with all of this as well. We'd love to hear them.
0: Yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, sometimes we... Uh, shame, Facebook and whatnot, but it's kind of cool to see some of those stories come through of what other people are doing during this time.
1: Can you imagine if this had happened like 25, 30 years ago before the internet was big and p- how are people going to work from home? You know, uh, I mean, you think about it, how, how would they have, yeah. there'd have been a lot of people that had been out of, even more out of work, right. uh, cause there would have been no opportunity
0: or even to educate
1: or to con or to make contact. You right. know, I was able to worship with my dad in Iowa, yeah. Louisiana because of that. So, um, You know, anything used the wrong way can be a negative, but there are
0: some positives too. Sure, Um, We'll wrap this segment up. Is there anything, just a small prayer or anything like that you want to end it with, with some, with, with your listeners?
1: You know, I think, I think we got it, you know, like we said, stay the course, um, know that God's got this thing. He's still on his throne and he's still in control and he's got us, um, and again, God is God regardless of our circumstances. And our circumstances may be blight right now, but he's, he's bigger than all of this. I'll never forget when Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans, there was a woman who had lost everything and her house wiped out. And the news crew puts a microphone in her face and says, how are you going to deal with this? And her response was, my God's bigger than all of this. That's what we have to remember. He's bigger than all of this and we'll come through this.
0: Thanks for joining us here on the Thread Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. For more exclusive content, be sure to follow us on social media at the Thread STL.